HDMI cable now. <laughs> I didn't speed. Uh, anyway, <laughs> went home, got an HDMI cable, and then on my way back there, I'm like, yo, everyone's going to be so happy when I get there. I've got this cable, and we can watch the rugby. Um, and on my way there, I feel the Lord telling me to turn left. Now, I'm on Nelson Mandela Road, turning left. I'm like, I'm literally going to go into a dead end. He's like, no, 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 I want you to turn left. I'm like, hello, this is really weird. Don't you see that they need a hero? Um, <laughs> and I'm really in a rush. The box are playing already. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I turn left, and, um, and I feel the Lord telling me to turn left again. I'm like, no, this is really a dead end. No, not even kidding. This is a literal dead end. You're going to have to turn around at the, like, at the end of the street. Anyway, I go down the street, um, not far down the street. Uh, I see there, almost towards the end of the street, is a, uh, a little boy running in the road. And I think, oh, that's really weird. Um, and I'm, I'm, I've got rugby in the back of my mind. I'm like, we're going to go and watch the rugby now. And next moment, I see this boy kicking like a small bottle. But you can see that bottle has been kicked, eh? And I was so, I was so humbled, eh? I felt like, yo, I'm, I'm driving on my motorbike to go and watch the rugby with like 30 of my friends. And the Lord shows me this one little boy kicking a bottle. I was like, oh, Lord. This is beautiful, and, and sometimes I really just forget how privileged I am. And just that, I'm like, yo, Jesus, I pray that you would, that you would keep me humble like you just humbled me now. Um, and then we watched the rugby in the box one. So that was awesome. <laughs> but sometimes I need, to, I need to actually just appreciate the life that I have. I need to be like, man, God, this is, a, this is really not as bad of life as I make it to be. Um, and, and as Christians, we often need to do that. We often need to say, man, our life really isn't that bad. Because it's easy for, for a Christian to say, oh, yes, I've got such a bad life and everything's falling apart and guys, just come and pray for me and there's nothing wrong with guys praying for you. But man, sometimes we need to realize that our life really isn't that bad. But for us as Christians, there's a way to get to a life of not being bad. And by a good life, I don't mean smiling all the time or having like the most expensive car and a beautiful house and everything's good and everyone's healthy. That's not what I mean. But Oya just said that he believes that God wants us to be alive. And I also believe that God wants us to be alive. But there's a process to that. So I titled my preach, Dying to Live. It's very catchy, I know. All the Josh Jenners are like, oh, <laughs> you've heard this one before. <laughs> but um, yeah, let me just kick off with a scripture. If you can put Matthew 16 verse 25 on first. It says that for whoever would save his life will lose it. Whatever loses his life for my sake will find it. And you guys know that when Jesus said this, this was just after he rebuked Peter saying, get behind me, Satan, <laughs> because he told the disciples that he is going to Jerusalem, he's going to be crucified. And Peter was like, no, Lord, yo, you can't, you're not going to be crucified. This will never happen to you. Far be it from you, Lord. And then he told him, get behind me, Satan. I can imagine Peter being like, was just trying to help, man. <laughs> and Jesus told them that whoever would lose his life, or whoever would save his life will actually lose it. But those who lose their life for my sake will find it. And that's the foundation, eh? If we want to become Christians, to find our lives, man, it starts with losing our lives. So let's divide this up into dying to live. And then I'll hit one of them uh, as we go. Is that cool? You guys with me? So let's start off with dying. <laughs> How's that for a, <laughs> a title? <laughs> dying. Uh, you can put on John 12, verse 23 to 24 for us. Um, and Jesus answered him, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. 
When Jesus said that this time, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified, you guys know what he meant? He meant that he was going to die now. And then he's like, this is my glorification. I'm like, oh, Jesus, uh, you kind of got me there. I didn't think that. So I can imagine the disciples, the Son of Man is going to be glorified now. And then he dies. And then all of a sudden him saying, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it is alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. So Jesus, in this, without his disciples actually knowing, told him, man, I'm going to die now, but you guys must also die. And in dying, that's when you will actually be glorified and bear much fruit. Okay, let's jump to the two. I don't want to linger too much on dying. I think that's something, as Christians, we become very good at, is dying. <laughs> he starts laughing because she knows. <laughs> and the Lord has a way to help us to die. <laughs> but... We're actually dying, not for the sake of dying. We're dying to be raised again with Jesus. And Jesus in, in himself, Jesus was crucified. And I know it sounds horrible, but he died. Jesus died. But he didn't die to stay dead. He actually died so he can be raised to life again. And now is alive. That's beautiful, isn't it? Okay, let's go to the two. You can put on Luke 9 verse 23 for us, please, Marilette. Uh, and he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And this is very much the same setting as the scripture that I read in Matthew. It's just in the Gospel of Luke. Um, but us, you can actually keep that scripture on there. Um, us saying that, man, we're denying ourselves and taking up our cross daily. Um, this is quite a, a lengthy thing to do because... Taking up your cross daily will mean literally from the day you gave your life to the Lord. It's not just, man, I got saved today. It's daily, Lord, I need you to save me today. Lord, I need you to save me today. I need you to save me today. And there's a daily, man, I'm actually, um, I'm denying myself. And denying yourself doesn't necessarily mean that, man, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to see myself as nothing. Or I'm going to kill myself and just be nothing. It's just a, a God. You actually are everything. And because you are everything, I'm surrendering my will. I'm surrendering who I am because I know that your will is much greater than my will. So it's not a thinking less of yourself. It's maybe just thinking of yourself less. And that's how we get the two. You guys get that? We're dying to, and then we're getting to live. Okay, does that make sense? So let's get to the good part, the living part. Man, and this is, this is um, what I believe Christ has called us to. Jesus didn't die just to stay dead. He died to live again. That's beautiful. That, that's the good news. That Jesus died, but man, that he rose again. You can put up Romans 6, verse 8 to 11 for us. There's a bit longer one, so bear with me. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. Now, uh, we, we know that Christ being raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death he died, he died to sin once for all. And that all includes me and you. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So also you must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. And I want to be dead to sin. Say, Lord, I'm denying myself. I'm crucifying myself every day for the sake of of being alive to God. And I need you guys to, to um, just bear in mind that we're not, um, we're not dying for the sake of just the resurrection life. 
Um, Marlette, if you can put on that first scripture for us again, the one in Matthew. It says that forever would, lose it, uh, would save his life or lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. And accordingly, our means isn't, man, I want to lose my life to find it. I want to lose my life for Jesus' sake. Because that's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. And that's why I keep on repeating that Jesus is the one who died. And Jesus is the one who was crucified. And Jesus is the one who is alive. And he's the one who then comes to live in us and make us alive in him. But on the topic of alive, it's not as easy as just saying, man, I'm alive now, it's all going to be good from here. That is, yeah, that is <laughs> not a good idea if you think that that's going to get you anywhere. Because you're going to face your first challenge, you're going to be like, man, I'm not alive anymore. And that's not the sake, that's not what alive looks like. For all of us, in a very practical sense, those sitting here, we are physically alive, and that means that stuff needs to happen. Sometimes someone is going to drive in in front of you and it's not going to be nice. <laughs> Except for, oh yeah, he's perfect. So he just kind of goes around the guy. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but it means that stuff's going to happen. Being alive isn't a lack of suffering. On the contrary, on the contrary, we see uh, Peter writing in 1 Peter 1. Um, I don't have that scripture on you, so you don't have to stress about that. But both Peter and James writing and saying that in the midst of the suffering, as Christians, we are actually to excel. And that's why what, when Peter shared now, now, it's beautiful. Because that we see that God, in the midst of suffering, actually activates Christians to be alive. And that way he builds his church. And that's glorious. So if suffering comes, I think Andrew always says that um, the greater the calling, the greater the suffering. <laughs> so if suffering comes, see it as a glorious thing. Because that actually means that God wants you to be alive. I want to encourage you guys to... In, in, in your own heart, identify a few areas where you say, man, I want to be alive in this. And in, in my relationship with my friends and how I show them to Jesus, I want to be alive in that. And in my re relationship with my wife and how my marriage is going, I want, I want that to be a living relationship, man. You guys know how we get there? Start at point number one. We die. <laughs> we die. We die and we say, Lord, this is yours. I'm yours. Come and make this alive through your spirit and for your name's sake. Is that good? Awesome. Yeah. Man, I want us to be alive, Christians. All of us. All of us. And it's necessary for us to know that as Christians, something that we have experienced, there's many other people that have not experienced the life of God. And that's our starting point. That's what, as Christians, we must get others to. Is, man, I've got the life of Christ in me. And it doesn't make me better than you. It doesn't make me higher than you. But I want the same for you. I want you to have the life of Christ in you as well. Oh. Can we close our eyes, please? If you feel that there's a possibility that the life of Christ has never been in you, and you know that, Lord, there's a longing in me. There's something that I need, something that I've never been able to fill with anything else. And you want to say today that, Jesus, I want you to come and be alive in me, but I know that that requires of me to die. 
to my own will, to my own flesh, to my own thoughts, to my own desires. And you allow then Jesus to take over your life and from now on say that, man, I am living for Jesus from here on forever. And I'm giving my heart to him. I'm giving my life to him. And that's exactly what it is. It's a surrendering your life to him. Don't you put up your hand. I want to pray for you. Jesus, we know that you, you are God, Lord. And being God, you send your son, Father, to die on the cross for our sins. And it's something we don't deserve. But Lord, it's because of your goodness that you did this for us, Lord. And we thank you that we can now say, Lord, I've tried to take an hold of my life, but I surrender my life, Lord. And I give my whole life, my entire heart, my everything, my being, I give it all to you, Lord. And Jesus, I pray that for those who responded, that you would come into their hearts, that you would grip their hearts, saying, Jesus, I'm living for you from now on. I'm giving my everything to you from now on, Lord. Oh, Jesus, I pray that you would come and take their hands as well and walk this road with them. Thank you. And then for, for those of us who know that, man, but God has saved me. I am able to live a life full of God, full of His Spirit. But you know that somewhere you've just, man, I, I missed a step and it feels like I'm not in a life Christian anymore. Or say, man, I am in a life Christian, but I want to run for Jesus even harder because I see the beauty and the glory of what He has done. And that encourages me to run for Him flat out. Won't you guys stand with me? I want to pray for us as well. Because just as much as someone who comes to Jesus the first time needs Jesus, just as much we need Jesus every day of our lives. Oh, Jesus, we love you, Lord. Lord, and you are the one who saves. And Jesus, we thank you for what you have done in our hearts. We thank you for how you have saved us, Lord. And Lord, because you died and because you were raised, Lord, we want to die with you, but also celebrating your resurrection. And we want to live a life full of you, Lord. We want to run for you flat out, Jesus. Lord, and as you are building your church, we pray that you would come and use us. Come and equip us. Come and ignite us. Come and set us ablaze, Lord. Yeah. Come and make us alive, Christians. People who are full of your spirit and full of wisdom, Lord. Mm. Jesus, we pray that through, through how you equip us, your kingdom would come on earth, Lord. And people would see the beauty and the glory of what Jesus has done. Oh. Jesus, come and build your bride. Oh, come and build your church, Lord. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you.